Powered by Tidal Health and produced by me, Tony Weig, with expertise from Dr. Chris Snyder. We present Dr. Taboo. Parents, if your kids are listening, I would put them in the playroom. <laughs> this is one that is not really ready for anybody lower than 18. Okay. Our topic today is orgasm. Um, yeah. The big O. Um, and we're all adults here, so we can have this conversation. Um, and not all of us get to enjoy them, and that's maybe why we're here talking about this. So we've got Dr. Taboo in three, two, one. Taboo. Yeah, so let's talk about orgasms. Um, orgasms are clinically relevant because, honestly, uh, we want to uh, promote fertility. Um, you know, the powers that be gave us very, very powerful urges. Um, and there, there's multiple areas that... So let's put on the brakes. Let's rewind back. Okay. Let's go back to Adam and Eve. Let's go back to the first two people on this planet and how that came to be and what the process of orgasm is from a scientific standpoint. So it's from a scientific standpoint, it's basically a series of events that occur um, from the desire part of it all the way up through orgasm to recovery. So um, it has some significant healing effects, um, but it's also reproductive in nature because that desire is what creates other human beings. Every one of us got here. Absolutely. From an orgasm. Yeah, mom and dad have them. Thousand miles an hour. How fast does an actual orgasm shoot? Um, well, it's not actually a measure of shooting. So let, let's let's draw back here. So it's actually a function of hormones that create the change in muscle desire. There's a release of a number of different hormones that give you the sensation of um, somewhat of a euphoric effect that occurs. Um, and it does, it creates uh, dopamine receptors, for example, in the brain to be stimulated, uh, which gives that, uh, that increased heart rate, that increased blood pressure, um, the excitatory part of this, which gets you ready, uh, and then the completion of it, which creates uh, uh, in a male semen um, um, pushed out, which creates babies. So uh, again, there is, a, there is a natural reproductive effect that this is there for, um, but it's also you know, something that, that really is stressful relief um, for a lot of folks, uh, and, it, and it is part of a relationship that is uh, specifically meant to be uh, monogamous in most cases. And it really touches most things because it keeps you happy, it de-stresses you, it promotes uh, a good relationship with your partner, there are many things that come from the orgasm. Yeah, I, you know, and, and there's everything from holding hands, which initiates maybe the desire. Um, and men and women are clearly different with this. Uh, there, there's different forms of orgasm. There's um, different forms of the stimulating part of it, the erogenous zones, um, which can be variable. Every human's different, and that's okay. But you can also have dysfunction of all this, too. Uh, and dysfunction leads to sexual uh, problems as far Frustration, as you re could relationship problems, it. absolutely, on both sides of the, the uh, gender pool. So, um, you know, I, I think you really have to understand your partner. Um, I, I, you know, I think orgasms are a, a dime a dozen for some people, which, again, that's fine. It's a, it's a release. But, um, you know, again, with partners, and I've been married almost 40 years, I'll tell you right now, uh, there's nothing better than, you know, having that relationship with your wife and understanding what – you know, they need to, to achieve that feeling of, of betterness. So let's go, let's take this another step further. And they should never be painful. Absolutely not. If it is painful, definitely call a doctor. Right. And I don't know how I want to go with the next part of this. It, if you're a female 
and you're having trouble having orgasms. What what can you do? Well, there, there's a whole bunch of different things you can do. There's a, the desire part of this, which may be psychometric in nature. Um, you know, and people always think, well, maybe I don't desire you, but they do. Um, and, you know, working through that sometimes, sometimes there's relationship issues that may drive this. Uh, there also could be chemical issues causing these problems. So hormonally, seeing your gynecologist as a female and, and obviously men, your primary care doctor, um, and it does cause erectile dysfunction, which we've talked about. So um, if you can't get an erection, it's very difficult to have an orgasm. Um, so it, it's kind of part of that whole excitatory phase of this whole process. So, And I think that if you could explain it to somebody, you know, if you've never had one, it's sort of hard to explain how to make it happen. If you have had one, but then you can't have one, that's got to be very frustrating. And for a female, it's, it's ultimately... It's inf- for a female, it is infinitely harder to achieve orgasm. You have to have the right partner doing the right things in the right order at the right tempo or yeah. else it just doesn't happen. Yeah. And, you know, men have a visible cue that they've reached orgasm. Women don't always do that. And, uh, you know, it's, it's something that it's very difficult. Again, good to be a guy always. It um, seems like it's, it's a common theme we have. Yeah, here. Man. It's a lot easier being a male in this scenario. Yeah. Okay. And you guys out there need to realize that and treat them like the queen. Without that, question. It's what it's all about. Every female has a different response. They have a different desire. They have a different excitatory phase of this. There's actually four phases of the orgasm. So, um, and you know, again, the desire is number one. You have to have desire, which is why we date. And and you know, there's there's all sorts of theories of pheromones and looks and etc. Um, and then you also have the excitatory phases where you're actually getting into that moment. That's where those erogenous zones become active. Um, and then you move into the orgasm, and that's that's really you know, um, very private. Um, and very individualized. And, and, you know, as you learn your partner over time, that's something that uh, becomes very personal uh, and shared. And, and it's one of these things that, you know, I, I, I feel for a lot of the younger generation because I think they've lost some of that, you know, personalization of that in there, you know, uh, keeping it to themselves. It's super, super important. There's something about going out and having some escapades in the field. Absolutely. Yep. All right, Doc, it's been great doing this one. Um, a lot to learn. If you've got pain during any of this, if you've got some uh, discharge that's not normal, if things just don't feel right, get in touch with the doc, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, if you're not satisfied with it, uh, there could be something wrong. So first of all, talk to your partner and then move on and, and go to a professional and, you know, seek some question about those four stages and try to figure out where in your stage you're just not hitting the mark. And realize, biggest thing I can tell you guys, it's not going to be always you. It could be your partner. So have faith in yourself and let's work all towards this. Amen. If you've got an idea for a great Dr. Taboo show, please shoot us an email. Please use drtaboo at titlehealth.org. And if it's yucky enough, we'll be talking about it in a future episode. Thanks again. No matter the health topic, if it makes you squirm, Dr. Snyder has likely treated it. Listen in each week as he and I tackle a new yucky topic, one that you are probably too embarrassed to ask your own doctor about. <laughs>